approved fallout shelter, offering maximum protection from nuclear fallout and falling debris. FHA approved. You need nothing. This is Mitch Easter of Let's Active, and you're listening to 90.7 FM WGXC Acra. The Wyndham Farmer's Market is held every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. in front of Wyndham Local at 5410 Route 23 in Wyndham. You can find out all kinds of information about the Wyndham Farmer's Market on the WGXC community calendar at wgxc.org, where all sorts of local events are listed. And you can even list your own if you go to wgxc.org and click on Add an Event. You'll be read on the radio, just like the Wyndham's Farmer's Market, which is held every Saturday through October 9th in front of Wyndham Local with meats, greens, honey, vegetables, and more. That's the Wyndham Farmer's Market from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday on Route 23 in Wyndham. WGXE underwriting is provided in part by Kravitz and Son Roofing, a local family-owned and operated full-service roofing company for more than 48 years. Specializing in residential and commercial roof construction, repair, maintenance, and replacement using high-quality and affordable roofing products. Information at 518-567-4026 or online at kravitzandsonroofing.com. WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of Blanche Mackey Photography of Craryville, New York. WGXC's sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Greene and Columbia counties. Become a WGXC sustaining supporter today. Go to wgxc.org and click Donate. Thank you for your support. One speeding ticket, Columbia County. Columbia County, everybody gets speeding tickets. How else do they pay for the roads to get plowed in the winter? Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. Here we are, and this is actually our new slot. We moved up to twice a month. Thank you so much, WGXC, for letting us do that. So now we are the second and fourth Tuesday of every month from 7 to 8 p.m., and we talk about movies. Yeah, uh, this is our this is our grand movie show, where we talk about the latest and greatest of what we've been watching specifically. Um, yeah, and it's very exciting to be back here at WGXE again, um, especially during this the pledge drive. The pledge drive, y'all <laughs> listen like you should be if you're listening right now. Just head on over to wgxc.org/donate. And become a sustaining supporter, please. I and Jenny both are sustaining supporters. Even if it's just $5 a month, it's huge. And it helps have, like, that helps lessen the need for pledge drives and lets the radio station focus its energy on the programming itself. It's really important. Yeah, it's so fun and easy. Just go right on over to wgxc.org slash donate. Um, yeah, the, I think the average donation is $14 a month, which is not wild. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, any amount is a great amount if you've got it. If you don't got it, just keep listening and tell your friends. Exactly. Tell your friends. I think uh, a lot of us, um, you know, you're, you're not going to miss that $5. <laughs> just think about it. It's like one very fancy coffee a month. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. And you're probably already spending too much money on those fancy coffees. Yeah. Take it down a notch. And then, you know, or drink your fancy coffee while you listen to WGXE. Exactly. I I really love, I listen to WGXE on my way to work every morning with my non-fancy coffee uh, that I made at home. (laughs) I know I do too. Minus the coffee part. I wait till I get to work. (laughs) <laughs> and I listen on the way back. It's it's a really wonderful treasure to have a local radio station. I mean, a couple of years ago, we would never have thought that we would have a radio show. And 
it's it's made possible um truly truly a wonderful resource and um asset to have in our community a great way to figure out what's going on in your backyard and um yeah it's a wonderful thing to have and we want to keep it around so please 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 donate by the way we do have an instagram it's the title of our show it's dim the lights with jenny and amanda um and there's a link tree in our bio and you can donate there as well yeah so easy there's lots of other cool stuff in that link tree too so just like take a little looky exactly if you're into it exactly so that is at dim the lights with jenny and amanda gotta type out the whole thing (laughs) the whole thing no dots or spaces jenny with a y Amanda with, with, with three A's. Three A's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reached for the exact same thing. I was like, oh, there's three three A's. <laughs> there's, there's three A's. <laughs> letters in total. Um, so normally on this show in, in pre and post COVID times, we would be taking the first portion of the show to talk about newly released movies. But um, those aren't really happening or when they are, they're, they're, you know, Netflix releases or whatnot, which is all fine and good. So mostly we kind of just take the beginning to talk about what we've seen lately. Then the middle of the show is dedicated to talking about a theme that we've chosen beforehand. And at the end, we'll just give you some recommendations and whatever. Yeah. You know, some <laughs> recommendations and stuff we're looking forward to, you know, keep you on your toes. Exactly. Um, but now we're here every other week, which is really exciting. So it's a little bit easier. We don't have to cram a hundred movies in to each episode <laughs> exactly also jenny i feel like you had a fun game that you told me about <gasps> last time oh i forgot do you want to play maybe let's get into some stuff first yeah yeah yeah. And we'll save it for play. later maybe at yeah. the end yeah a little yeah. treat <laughs> exactly a little treat a little oh my gosh right. oh how fun okay uh, <laughs> hey amanda what have you been watching lately Ah, geez, Jenny. Okay, well, this this week, I think you might have to carry the beginning of the show because I kind of wasn't watching much, surprisingly. And then I watched a lot of stuff pertaining to our theme. That's perfect. So, um, I haven't been watching too much lately movie-wise, though I did watch, uh, I started the new season of Fargo, which is nice. a wonderful TV show. I personally think it's the best written TV show since Breaking Bad. Um, and it's on FX, yeah. I believe. I'm going to double is. check for you. I if you have so. a Hulu account, it is streaming there. Um, this new season takes place in Kansas City, and it stars Chris Rock, and it's about dueling gangs. It's wonderful. Uh, I know that sounds kind of simple, and I myself am not super into gang dramas, but um, <laughs> it's much more than that. So. I highly recommend you check out all seasons of the Fargo TV show can feel a little weird when you're a fan of the movie to think, Oh wow. It's a TV show now, but it's, um, the only thing it really shares with the movie is, um, the location, the vague Midwest locations and like, um, the kind of classic Coen brothers trope of, people getting involved with things that are much bigger than them and very Mm. dangerous (laughs) yeah it's one of those shows that i've been meaning to get into for so long and i know i'm gonna love it once i do it's maybe the time is now who knows (laughs) it's gonna be a long winter (laughs) it's true it's true maybe i should save it for like january (laughs) exactly (laughs) for when i'm real Um, sad yeah exactly jenny what have you been watching lately well i have so well, let me first bring bring back the dispatch from the Woodstock Film Festival. Yes. Which was last two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Time mm-hmm. is not real. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up going to two of the nights, which was really fun. I went on the opening night to see Los Hermanos, which was excellent. Um, if you are interested in learning more about the Woodstock Film Festival, you can go back into the archives and listen to our interview with Mira Blaustein. Um, which we yeah. did on our last show, but uh, she's the dire- one of the directors and co-founders of the film festival. Yeah, um, and then the other night I went on Friday, and that and well, uh, Los Hermanos was at the Greenville Drive-in, and then the Friday night I went to the Overlook Drive-in in Poughkeepsie, and I saw What Breaks the Ice and Ammonite, um, and they were both fun. Nice. It, it didn't, you know, nothing really blew me out of the water. Los Hermanos was definitely the best of the three. 
Can you give me like a little breakdown of all of them, like a little synopsis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Los Hermanos was a documentary, is a documentary that, uh, it was actually the world premiere of them showing it. Yeah, which is wild. Um, But it follows these two brothers who were both born in Cuba, um, but the elder brother, when he was like 14, moved to the United States to pursue his music career. Um, they're both musicians. They're both, both of their parents were musicians. So they, it's just like totally their whole passion and like their whole family's passion. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of follows them in their relationship where for decades, like they're both in their fifties now, maybe, mm-hmm. um, or forties and fifties, they have been separated and they were not able to play mm-hmm. together because uh. the elder brother lives in the United States and the younger brother lives in Cuba. Um, and there is like, yeah, it's just really beautiful. The music was incredible. Wow. Um, I really liked it. It was, it like totally, it like made me laugh, made me cry. You know, your classic. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit all the notes. All the notes. What kind of instruments do they play? Um, the older brother plays the violin and the younger brother plays the piano. Um, and they're both composers also. Like they're wow. just, they're both incredible and like world-class musicians, like top of their, top of their game. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was really lovely. Uh and then the, the, the second film I watched was called What Breaks the Ice. And that one was a narrative film, <laughs> a narrative film, um, <laughs> that um, it was basically about these two girls over, it was filmed in Cold Spring, which was fun because I was like, oh, oh nice. local, local Hudson Valley. <laughs> um, love a local movie. <laughs> love a local movie. But it takes place in the 90s, which is also fun. Mm-hmm. And it's about... Um, two teenage girls one who's a local a townie and then the other one who's like a summer kid from manhattan and like they like become super super fast friends um and kind of just like all the events that transpire between them over the summer mm-hmm. um and that one was really fun it was the thing about that night was i saw uh, that movie and ammonite at the same time and they were both um on like the darker side like visually not thematically yeah just <laughs> um, the the just like they just both take place at night a lot or like in candlelight (laughs) um and so seeing it at the drive-in was kind of tough because you just couldn't see the screen all the time i know that is the one downer yeah so i'd like to give them both another watch someday um and then ammonite do you want to talk about actually a little bit because i know you haven't seen it but you gave the summary for it last time and it was so great oh thanks um so i i'm curious i'm so curious about it though i know that it like we had high expectations, I think, but my, um, my review of it is that it was mediocre, <laughs> yeah, not like bad, fine. but just like fine. fine. It's, the thing is, is that, and I, it's, you know, I talked about this in our, in our very first show. So it's possible that um, you may not have heard my opinion about it, but one of the best movies, one of the best period romances between two women on a beach came out this year (laughs) it was called portrait of a lady on fire and you know just nothing will ever measure up to that like now that you've been at the top it's so hard everything's so hard literally a perfect film it's like one of the most romantic and beautiful things i've ever seen in my life and it's just like you know other films that are about lesbians by the seaside just don't stand a chance if they don't measure up (laughs) they don't hold a candle and i still freaking haven't seen portrait of a lady on fire i really got to do it i think it is still streaming it is it's on hulu um so that is i mean everyone i talk to loves that movie that's portrait of a lady on fire folks but ammonite is another lesbians by the sea movie like (laughs) jenny said great way to just like cap it real short one of my fave genres you know it's like a semi uh semi non-fiction or like inspired by true events i guess you'd say um story about the real life woman mary anning who was a um paleontologist and this is england and like i don't know the 18 somethings yeah exactly um yeah like 19th century england and um she befriends a woman a younger woman who's suffering from severe depression um and becomes maybe a little more than a friendship and they're played by uh, mary anning is played by kate winslet mm-hmm. and um the younger woman whose character's name i can't remember is played by Sir ronan yeah and um, yeah it, the trailers looked really good i i 
Um, I love fossils. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the fossil content was definitely off the chain. It was really good. That's really Um, dope. Yeah. yeah. Really found some off the chain fossils in her day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kate Winslet is like really captivating in it. I think she's really great. Saoirse Mm. Ronan, frankly, like I love her, but it was not her best performance. I don't know what was happening, but they also... It was just so, it had so much the energy of like being directed by a man, which is not it something. It was, that, wasn't it? Didn't yes, you? it was. <laughs> uh, and it just. It's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. It's just like, you know, it's possible to direct a great film about women if you're a man, but it's harder. <laughs> and, yeah, it's harder. You're just like less likely to get it. <laughs> yeah. It just had a lot of, um, a lot of scenes that I took issue with. <laughs> yeah, I can, knowing what I know just about it being directed by a man and you saying that, I can picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's definitely worth a watch. I had a good time. I ate a lot mm-hmm. of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fun to go to like some Woodstock Film Festival events because it was just like everybody there was so excited about movies, clearly. Um, it was fun to like see both nights had like a little photo area where like people were taking photos with each other who had like worked on the films like there was one part during what breaks the ice where there's like a club scene before the movie began like the director introduced it and she was like and there's a lot of people here who are in the background of that club scene and they all like beeped their horns it was so cute that's so sweet (laughs) um but yeah it was fun i had a good time nice i mean we did talk about last episode um in our interview with Mira blaustein that they really did they at the Woodstock Film Festival really did a fantastic job adapting to the uh, COVID complications by streaming things online like basically getting a ticket and having access to a lot of films online Um, and then also utilizing the wonderful drive-ins that we have in the area so um, I mean they did a great job they did a great job absolutely yeah um yeah, the only other thing that I've watched lately really has been also a TV show, the new Netflix series, The Haunting of Bly Manor, mm-hmm. um, which you may be familiar with if you watched The Haunting of Hill House, the TV show that came out. I want I thought it was only last year, but then I heard somebody else on the radio say that it was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it's two now. Yeah, I believe that. Um, but I'm enjoying it. It's, it's uh, The Haunting of Hill House the TV show, the TV program was very, very loosely, very generously based on um, (laughs) uh, Shirley Jackson's novel, The Haunting of Hill House, which is one of my favorite books. Mm. Um, And I really liked it because it was different or like, they just, they're just totally different entities to me. Um, And then this season, The Haunting of Bly Manor is based on, or based again, so loosely on um, (laughs) Henry James's The Turn of the Screw. Uh, which is also great I love creepy kids yeah it's a great it's a great creepy kid book it's also like it's so funny because it's I mean I think a nine or ten episode series that each episode's an hour and like the book of the turn of the screw is like a hundred pages it's little it's a little (laughs) short yeah I know that um a turning of the screw movie yeah I haven't seen it I haven't either that's why I was like turning the turning (laughs) and also I checked because I was like oh is this also this year it came out in January of 2020 2020 is the turn of the screw year everybody wants governesses and haunted mansions oh gosh who doesn't (laughs) um so funny but i'm enjoying it it's very uh it's exactly true to form of of their other show where it's just like people giving long monologues um and they're confused about whether they're ghosts or not your classic Am I, am I a ghost? What's happening to me? So classic. So classic. <laughs> but I'm enjoying so classic. it. It's like, it's a nice, it's a good spooky watch. I've been um, watching it while I'm repairing a hole in my sweater. So it's like I knit and then I like look up to look for the hidden ghosts and then I look back down. Yeah. I mean, certain shows that maybe aren't fully, you know, fully won't live up to what you're looking for or be too, too spooky where you're going to want to be really invested Yeah, Perfect for doing stuff like that. It's great. Um, I actually did watch one. I did watch a screener. Well, I watched, I watched a few screeners, um, that were a part of the Woodstock film festival. And some of them we talked about, Mm -hmm. um, later on, but I did watch, um, fully realized humans, which is directed and starred and I believe written by 
Joshua Leonard. Um, it was cute. I mean, like, frankly, like, yeah, I wasn't totally my thing, but I thought it was a really sweet attempt. And it was, um, you know, like, uh, the actors did a good job. I liked their relationship or like the chemistry that they had, not mm. necessarily their characters. Relationship, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, fully realized humans was sweet, but I bring it up now semi-transitionally. Yes. Transition us. Okay. I got excited to see it because I'm, I'm a fangirl for the Blair Witch Project and Joshua Leonard is Josh of the Blair Witch Project. He's not dead. The footage was fake. He's still alive and he's making movies. He still has all his teeth and all of his hair. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, uh, yeah. So I think that's a great transition <laughs> <laughs> because the Blair Witch Project is one of the best, uh, mm-hmm. most iconic woods horror movies yeah where you go into the woods and something happens <laughs> that's right folks we're talking about forest horror <laughs> woods horror movies. Horror. horror um yeah we are so it's the month of october jenny and i already really 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 love horror movies so this is a special time of the year when we get to focus extra energy on those movies um and this episode we chose to do forest horror and Blair Witch Project is an excellent example of that we don't have to spend too much time talking about it because it is so popular um and so well known but I do think in trying to select these movies right so um when I say woods horror I think that there's movies where horrible things happen in the woods (laughs) But then there's movies in which maybe horrible things happen in the woods, but the woods themselves are portrayed in such a way that they are an entity, a horrible entity unto themselves. Um, And the Blair Witch Project does a good job at that. I think that actually when you think about trying to think of movies that do that with the turn the forest into an entity in itself, that category kind of narrows. Yeah. Yeah. and the Blair Witch Project gets to go in that category. Totally. I I definitely (laughs) think so. Also, like, uh, I mean, I think part of that is, like, movies that really uh, portray, like, the woods themselves as, like, a character, where the trees and, like, the atmosphere, all of that is what is unsettling, and, like, being lost in the woods, specifically. Like, the Blair Witch Project is so scary because they're so lost. (laughs) It's like they're never gonna get home. They're so lost. Exactly. Like, if you think about the category of forest horror, um, in a really vague way, like, okay, maybe you could think that the Friday the 13th movies are a part of that, or maybe you could think that things like Wrong Turn are a part of that. But, like, I, in the way I was imagining it, like, I almost wanted to get more specific, where, like, we're, like, what we're talking about, where, um, the, the forest itself has its own power over the characters. Um, and, and in, in those movies, like Wrong Turn and stuff, I love those movies, but those are what, you know, that's like called hillbilly horror and like backwoods horror. Like it's, it's not so much about the forest, you know, it's, it's much more about like things in that just happen to find their home in the forest right, right. it's like the isolation <laughs> and like the scary people who are in the forest not the yeah you're not the trees <laughs> exactly like um i like the mania like we're talking yeah. about like people being lost right like um where it's it is a cycle psychological horror where you're you're trapped in um you know break, breaking down it's a lord of the yeah. flies effect oh yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so actually, well, real quick, I just want to say before we move on, I just want to say, um, you guys, it's the last day maybe of the pledge drive or like we're, we're running down here to the very end of the pledge drive, um, on WGXC. We need your money. Please give us (laughs) your money. We need your money. Uh, you know, if you get any delight from the radio, which I'm sure you do you're here mm-hmm. uh you know just toss toss a couple books their way it's wgxc.org slash donate i would love it if you did you could do a one-time donation what i personally my name is amanda what i amanda would prefer <laughs> is if you became a sustaining supporter 
And you can go do that by going to wgxc.org slash donate and um, type in your info and become a sustaining supporter like myself and Jenny are. Um, yeah. I would love that. We'd be if just you... so excited. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, don't forget to follow us, please, on Instagram. That's at Jen- <laughs> Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda on Instagram. Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. No spaces or dots or anything. All one thing. Um, we have a link tree in our bio, and there's links to where you can re-listen to our show, as well as where you can donate on WGXC's website, um, as well as a bunch of other fun stuff. Yeah. You, sh- no. you can also like DM us if you want us to talk about a specific movie or if you like super disagree and you're like, God, I hate that movie. I can't believe they talked about it for so long. Um, yeah. You know, send us a message. Our DMs exactly. are open. I would love some feedback. You know, it's always helpful too if someone's like, actually, that movie was not made in 1967. It was mm-hmm. 1968. I'll be like, all right, dude. But I'll be thankful. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will be thankful. And, you know, maybe if you become a sustaining supporter, you could DM us and I'll give you one of my horror VHS shapes or something. Yeah, totally. I'll give you a gift. I will actually give you a gift. Yeah. We'll definitely also shout you out, like for sure. Exactly. Extremely. Yeah. And then you um, will be on the radio too. And you'll be a part of Creative Community Radio. Isn't that incredible? It's not, I mean, I personally, once again, cannot believe that I have a radio show of my own after loving radio for so long. Yeah, they just let us come on here and talk. It's wild. It's really wild. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But please, yeah, go to WGXC.org slash donate and become a sustaining supporter today. Even $5 a month is really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So now we're back to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda, and we're talking about Woods horror movies, talking about horror movies that place you in the woods and you're lost and you're you're mentally breaking down or the woods themselves, you know, become a villain, all sorts of stuff like that. Jenny, uh, what were you thinking about when we talked about this theme or when we, you know, for this theme? Well, you know, I struggled at the beginning because there's so many excellent horror movies that take place in the woods where the woods are scary, um, including so like The Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. The other big one that came to mind, two other big ones that came to mind for me were The Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, and Extremely. Extremely, <laughs> which I That's love. literally evil forest. <laughs> yeah. The forest is so evil. It's um, so evil. And The Witch. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. another great one. However, those are all movies that I feel like, you know, even if you haven't seen them, you've probably heard of them. They're pretty popular. Um, there's a lot written about them already, and they're all amazing. They're, they deserve to be written about. I highly exactly. recommend them all. However, exactly. I wanted to watch something that I'd never seen before and kind of, I don't know. I also, I haven't, I feel like the last couple of movies, horror movies that I've watched, I didn't feel particularly scared. So I was trying to find something that would actually scare me. Yes. And, it, and I did it. You got <laughs> it scared? Worked. I got scared. Yes. Um, so I watched a movie last night called Pie Wacket. Uh-huh. Uh, it's from 2018, I believe, or 2017. Uh-huh. Um, and... It is about, so part of the reason that I watched it is because it's written and directed by um, Adam McDonald, who is the same person who made Backcountry, the <gasps> other movie that I would like to talk about. Oh, fun. <laughs> so I come to you with two movies in my hands, both yes. about getting lost and scared in the woods. Yes. yes. <laughs> One is Backcountry. The other is Pie Wacket. Yes. Yes. First, I'm going to enter about them. I'm, so I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to push open the door. I'm actually yeah. going to start with backcountry because it came first, even though okay. I started talking about pie wacket already. No, forget I it. it. Forget okay. I said it's it. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> We're just getting really excited. We're just getting excited. You know, so backcountry is a movie that came out in 2014. Uh, Amanda and I watched it together. Actually. We did. Uh, yeah. And I watched I've watched it recently since then because it's just really great. Uh, it's about this couple who go camping in the woods mm-hmm. uh, and things don't go well. They get extremely lost. Yeah, that's the first scary part. That's of the it. first scary part of the They're movie. They're really lost. They're really lost. And to make matters worse, there's a bear and mm-hmm. 
you know, who could even say what that bear wants, but it doesn't want them to be happy and it doesn't want them to be alive. No, it doesn't. Um, and you might be thinking to yourself, listener, a bear, that's not scary. No, this movie is really, it's really successfully up, uh, frightening. It's uh, very especially frightening. Especially if you like, I love spending time in the woods. I like to hike. I like to camp. Um, but if you still like me have that like respectful fear of getting hopelessly lost, um, I mean, that is so terrifying. Just it's that alone. very scary. There's, um, there's this really, uh, it, there's this really amazing shot like probably it's pretty early in the movie because like they've been they've been camping and they're trying to figure out where they go next and the this couple comes up over the top of a hill and they look out to where they thought was going to be the road out and instead it's just miles and miles and miles of forest mm-hmm. they yeah, have no terrible. idea where they are terrible. they're totally completely lost like so far from any kind of civilization no clue Um, And something that I think is really strong with the movie is that it's really simple. It's like, I think it's like 85 minutes or something. And it's really just like, it's just the story about this couple in the woods and what happens to them. It doesn't do anything else. It has like no extra frills. Um, And like the sound design is incredible. Like it's just very, very frightening. Uh, Which is a really like, I think a really important thing in a woods horror movie is sound design because... My guy, cracking twigs in the night? Ugh. No thank you. You hate to see it. You hate to hear it, really. <laughs> Absolutely no thank you. But like, yes, please give me more of that because it's so scary. It's so scary. Um, and it's also, um, yeah. this is, and the sound design and the visual effects are something that are shared between both Backcountry and Piwacket. And that like, they're both like meticulously crafted to kind of put you in this like super tense um, mood where you're just like the the sound keeps like uh, mounting and then changing and cutting off all of a sudden and it's very frightening um, and it doesn't really show you anything outright for the most part like there's a couple of scenes that are a little more like especially in backcountry of like the bear you don't see the bear a ton it keeps you kind of like on your toes mm-hmm. it doesn't do like <laughs> Amanda and I at the drive-in a couple weeks ago saw a movie called Grizzly <laughs> you may be familiar with it's like a it's exactly the same plot as jaws except it's a grizzly bear um from the 70s but it's really it just does not it it tries to do the thing where it only shows like the bear's paws and bear's face because it was a cheap movie yeah cheap 70s movie yeah but it also just (laughs) like dunk on you grizzly but (laughs) i just think though it's just not very effective the way they shot it whereas backcountry cinematography was terrible it's not good (laughs) but in like backcountry it does, it's like a much more successful version of like what they were trying to do, where it does just show you like a shadow of a bear's face pressing up against the outside of a tent, uh, you know? And it's just so deeply unsettling. Yeah, well, that's like something that's really wonderful, right? And like gets to the root of fear itself with, with woods horror movies, because so much about what's scary in the woods is what you can hear but you can't see or what you think might be there things out of the corner of your eye truly like those elements that we find in in a lot of horror because it's really just about what's unseen and what's in the dark and what's yeah what's uh shrouded and you know in the brush Um, totally and that's actually the same energy that um the Blair Witch Project has because you don't see anything in the Blair Witch Project it's all about the sound and like Mm -hmm. not knowing what's happening and being very uncomfortable because you hear things but you don't know what's making those sounds exactly exactly yeah so because I really like that country that's why I decided to kind of give his other movie a shot which is called Pie Wacket um it's spelled P-Y-E w-a-c-k-e-t mm-hmm. um and i was various very scared very scared i was very scared um i it's basically about um this girl who's like probably like 16 she's in high school she's goth um her father has recently passed away and so she's living with her mother um but they have like an incredibly strange relationship because of the recent passing of her father um and basically her mom decides to move them to this cabin kind of out in the woods to get away from like the house that she was living in with her husband Mm -hmm. um 
And through this course of events, because their relationship is so strained, uh, the daughter uh, decides to try to hex her mother by mm-hmm. calling up an occult demon in the woods. Um, and it's never a good idea. It's never a good idea. <laughs> and, you know, obviously... As much as you may want to. As much as you may want to, you know, she regrets it pretty fast <laughs> because <laughs> things get very uncomfortable very fast. Uh, and it really is the same kind of energy of, like, the woods themselves seem very scary. It's not just about like this entity that she is like potentially summoned. It's kind of like, you know, she's in this cabin that is super isolated and like there's weird noises coming from the roof. And like suddenly in the morning, there's like dirt on the kitchen floor for no reason. And there's just like all these little elements that remind you that you're very close to nature and like anything could be out there and listening and watching you. Um, and it there's two scenes in it that really got me <laughs> they like, really scared you <laughs> they really scared Ooh. me i don't know if i was just in the mood to be scared or what but it was like totally that that like really effective um you know not showing too much but just showing enough that made that made me say no out loud a couple of times nice heck yeah <laughs> yeah where can we watch pie Wacket? pie Wacket is streaming on hulu i believe is that where i watched yes it's streaming nice. on hulu backcountry I'm not sure. Netflix. It's on Netflix. I think I'm pretty sure. Maybe both. Maybe both. Um, Um, But yeah, yeah. totally, totally recommend them both. um, If you are into just like, and also Piwak is also like an hour and 20 minutes, like totally solid. Also isn't trying to do too much. Like it's just about this girl and her relationship with her mother. It doesn't really have anything else happening. Um, And I think that just makes it so effective because it's like, instead of trying to, do you know this big complicated story where like lots of threads can go awry and it's not as effective it's just like super on we're just we're on the money we're doing the scary story for this like week that happens in this person's life and that's it yeah well I think that's again like to think about things like the Blair Witch Project and Woods Horror like I think that you can keep it really simple yeah totally be successfully scary Jenny, can I tell you a fun thing about Pie Wacket, like the real Pie Wacket? Yeah. Pie Wacket is a real uh, witch, like a supposed witch's familiar <gasps> spirit. Yeah. Um, that was found. And I looked this up the other night when you said you were watching it because I typed it in and it popped up and I was like, oh, wait, it's real. So <gasps> Pie Wacket is oh, a no. witch's familiar that was um, found like this witch was being like tortured in 1644 in mm. Essex, England by the famous witch finder, Matthew Hopkins. Oh. Um, and she had apparently a bunch of familiars. And I bring this up, like Piwacket was one of them, but I bring this up because another one of her familiars was named Vinegar Tom. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go with Piwacket because Vinegar Tom just didn't carry the same kind of energy. <laughs> They're really, really good. Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, because I was gonna say the amount of times that we're saying the name Piwacket is making me nervous. I'm like, we have to stop saying it. It's not like Candyman, but it, you know, it's giving. It's It's okay. You can start saying Vinegar Tom. Vinegar Tom. I'm gonna swap over to Vinegar Tom instead. That's so good. So good. I really, really love that pet. (laughs) Like the name for a pet, Vinegar Tom. (laughs) That's so just incredible. Yeah, I love it. Does he bring vinegar? Does he drink vinegar? We just couldn't say. Yeah. No, he's just sour, I guess. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Okay, Amanda, wow. I'm dying to hear what you watched. Oh, geez, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I really also wanted to stock up on things I hadn't seen because, as Jenny mentioned earlier, there are some really excellent, excellent horror movies where that, that put the forest, like, out center stage as its own terrifying character jenny mentioned the blair witch project the witch uh the evil dead all of them i'll actually in a movie that i don't think you like but i'm just gonna throw in a little lars von trier's antichrist in there yucky horrible woods i don't like it but it's 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 not because i don't respect it yeah no i appreciate that (laughs) it's um it's it's a, a scary scary woods very very scary um in my notes i had written like uh you know woods horror movies being 
about fear itself because they're like we were saying there's uh it's about the unknown and like what you can hear but you can't see and then humans desire to control nature but inability to and like totally like um being a stranger to something we were once part of like post being puritan basically (laughs) um yeah is there something very like uh early new england about it about woods movies yeah and that like kind of feels lars von trier's antichrist kind of i feel like touches in that direction too where it's like uh this wild and untamed thing you were perhaps once part of that so, you no longer get to be a part of and in fact are now an enemy of yeah some um, real like colonialist horror in there yeah i love i love the colonialist horror scare those pilgrims scare <laughs> those puritans scare them right up scare them right up so um what i watched that was new to me um <laughs> so I was looking up because I wanted to get some inspiration and see some newer stuff. And I was looking up, you know, like Googling Woods horror movies. And I found an article that was from the British Film Institute that was a little list and a lot of which I'd seen. But it brought up a movie that I've actually been wanting to see for a long time because my partner saw it when he was a kid on TV and it really, really scared him. Um, and it's the legend of Boggy Creek from 1972, and it is a Bigfoot movie. Yay! <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> and so I, what really want made me, I, it's not very, it's not amazing, you know, like, and it, it, I didn't think it would be. Um, it's very low budget, but what got me was in the. Um, British Film Institute article it described it as paving the way for the likes of the Blair Witch Project and the subsequent wave of found footage horrors which flooded genre cinema at the turn of the century that's direct quote Um, and so I was like okay well I gotta I gotta check it out especially with that that found footage connection Um, it also if um, if anybody's seen the other like famous there's a famous 70s horror movie called the town that dreaded sundown mm-hmm. it's the same guy it's oh. um yeah he did he went on to do the town that dreaded sundown his name's charles pierce um so it takes place actually in the same area in texarkana uh the legend of boggy creek is it centers a small rural community in falk arkansas and people start seeing what they call the falk monster um and it's this movie is kind of a weird mishmash of i wouldn't say found footage but i like see it's like half documentary um and i will say so it wasn't super scary but i don't know it did make me successfully jump a few times because it has uh it it just it shows a lot of people in this small community who are very comfortable in the woods people who are used to fishing and trapping and um some hermits that live out in the woods um and so they're comfortable actually with this landscape they're not lost but this thing has is starting to it's implied in the movie it's lonely oh it starts to come out towards civilization and there's all these shots where the camera is like panning through the woods and then boom, there's like this thing standing there. So, oh no. Yeah, it was actually pretty, pretty awesome. Um, and that's The Legend of Boggy Creek from 1972. Um, it's the kind of movie that would be so fun at the drive-in at Dead Till Dawn. Not super scary, but I like, honestly, for its content and like ultimately its plot and the ideas it's putting forth. It's a really, really solid Bigfoot movie. Um, And it would be really cool if it was remade well. Like, uh, it would totally do well as a remake. Yeah. Um, And that's actually on uh, Amazon Prime. I think you do have to um, pay for it. Rent it. uh, It's, it's, I had a lot of fun. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's The Legend of Boggy (laughs) Creek. And I watched 
I kind of went a whole 70s route. I love that. Um, I watched two other movies from the 70s that centered the woods, both of which weren't perfect. So I'm going to kind of just rush through them real quick. Um, I watched, I'll go chronologically, I watched (laughs) Rituals from 1977, which I had heard about before. Uh, and never seen and I it must be post deliverance because it really it pulls like all movies that are hits after a hit is made a bunch of movies that are totally derivative of that show up Um, and it's a group of five doctors who go like on a hiking trip in the woods and it actually had some successfully scary elements as well despite being low budget 70s um they're camping and then all of a sudden all their boots are stolen. Oh Someone no. Stole all their boots and there's like a mutilated deer carcass mm. by their camp and they start to get picked off one by one and trying to make it out of the woods. Um and uh yeah, you know. Yeah. It was fine. Run but I will say <laughs> I don't I feel like the um yeah, the woods wasn't really you know it was scary to be lost in the woods in the movie, but you know, it didn't really, didn't really have the woods portrayed as a character all itself. Um, didn't make you not want to go outside for no. a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched um, a movie called Long Weekend from 1978. Oh. Tell me <laughs> I more. Guess these are all kind of camping horrors. Um, and it's a what I heard called an Ozploitation movie. It's an Australian movie. Um, And it's about a couple who are trying to save their marriage and they go on a camping trip and they're completely insufferable. Like much like the couple in backcountry. I'm just like, Oh God, I terrible. Um, And they, (laughs) it's actually like truly would be a good dead till dawn drive-in horror movie because it's so goofy. They do all these like, jerk things to the woods like he like flicks a cigarette out the car window and like (laughs) runs over an animal you know they're total jerks yeah and so it's basically about um nature getting back at them um and so you know birds start attacking them it actually does have kind of an exciting and and once again somewhat successfully scary um climax like the guy is surfing at one point and they the wife thinks that she sees a shark from offshore and they end up shooting it from the beach but it turns out it's a dugong it's like a oh yeah uh they're like manatees kind of yeah yeah yeah. uh and so they kill it but there's like this wailing in the background of the night in all of their camping scenes and this do they find the carcass of the do the dugong but it gets closer and closer to their camp like they're camping by the beach oh. and it like gets closer and closer to their camp like every day and there's this wailing in the background like uh, that's so yeah. scary <laughs> yeah it's pretty uncomfortable <laughs> and also i don't know why does it feel to me like it's extremely bad luck to kill like a dugong or a manatee i don't know why I that feels is. like is that like a um well, they're really in danger. Thing. Yeah. And also like the um, mermaid connection. Yeah, yeah, totally. It just feel it feels extra dark to have like, oh God, what a big mistake you made. Yeah. Jenny, I wish I hadn't spent all that time talking about these silly 70s movies because I have two other movies that I want to bring up. I, I'm really excited. I want to hear. Tell me. Okay. Well, the other one is one that you've seen that I just rewatched in preparation for this because unlike these goofy 70s ones, I think it really does do a great job at making the woods absolutely terrifying in its own way, has its own power, and it's The Ritual, which is on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie, uh, and most of the Netflix movies I really don't care for. Um, But I thought The Ritual was mostly really strong yeah it's like pretty solid it's like a solid like you want to watch a horror movie about people in the woods yeah it's um four friends to memorialize the death of their fifth best buddy they all go on a backpacking trip in sweden and they decide to take a shortcut never a good idea Mm -mm. through this the thick 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 woods um and 
there in those woods resides a creature and something I do want to hand to this movie is creature design so creative and cool really really dug it um and it does a good job at at like I think horror movies a lot of them suffer once they reveal the creature Mm -hmm. um I agree and I I don't think this does I actually think it suffers right before it reveals it like Mm-hmm. It has this kind of lull, and then you get this climactic end, and uh, it's really uh, the reveal I thought was done pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think it's one of the, it, it um, like a lot of these other movies, the ones that are successful, it plays a lot on like the psychological yeah. torture, where um, it basically, like, part of the film is like these four friends reliving the night that their friend died and kind of like it jumping back and forth between um their present and what and like kind of a almost like a hallucination of their past and that is really effective to kind of like bring you into their declining mental state you know yeah I think that's part of like the creature's power too it like makes them hallucinate um and so and like the the forest itself is so gorgeous yeah it's absolutely spooky as heck um (laughs) uh yeah and just so it's shot much like the witch where like it kind of is about horrible things happening in the woods but the way the woods is shot is like terribly intimidating and horrible totally um yeah it's yeah scary (laughs) yeah so scary what's um what's the other one Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. We're running out of time. I'm so we sorry. We got some time. We got some the time. The other one is another Bigfoot movie. I know. Kind of weird. She's into Bigfoot. But <laughs> so um, it's this movie called Willow Creek. It's from 2013. It's a found footage movie. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good for a Bigfoot movie. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait directed it. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, it's about an insufferable couple. <laughs> going into the camping oddly enough this guy is like a real classic like white beefcake jock but he's obsessed with bigfoot he's like dragging his girlfriend into the woods so he can make a bigfoot documentary (laughs) and it's like the Blair Witch it's a lot of like twigs snapping and like spooky camping what was that (laughs) yeah and like tapping against the tent I actually got really scared I forgot about it until I like started looking up movies again and then was like oh wait yeah actually that scared me I really like that we did this um, literally the week that we also went camping together. We did. We <laughs> like, just went camping. Let's watch just lots of camping. scary movies about getting lost in the woods um, while we also go camping. Exactly. I did get up to um, use the outdoor bathroom that night <laughs> and I got scared because I saw shapes in the dark and yeah. then I pointed a flashlight and there was nothing there. But Or was there? The whole idea behind the forest horror. <laughs> Like you're saying, I love the mania. That's like kind of my favorite part too, is like, which is big in the ritual and um, Blair Witch is people breaking down, like people kind of, all characters kind of assume roles. I feel like there's the one person who like can't handle it. Yeah, totally. Who like goes nuts. There's like the hero who like buries his dead friends <laughs> and like, like helps are, people and also like seems like they're keeping it together but then you know there's a moment where everybody breaks down eventually yeah you, know, you can't you can't handle it forever you can't handle it forever sometimes there's usually one that's like like hyper masculine like kind of becomes kill or be killed like yeah. breaks oh. down and like gets really rambo that's a that's the real lord of the flies like oh exactly too scary too scary yeah. <laughs> um i'm sorry i spent so long talking about no you didn't spend movies. that you didn't spend long at all it was exactly the amount of time that we're supposed to talk about it okay. <laughs> <laughs> i love i also just really love because i like i wanted to watch i really am in the mood to like watch something that's in black and white and like i was googling around like where are the I'm sure that they're out there, old woods horror movies, where it's like the scary woods in 1957. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. was un- I was unsuccessful in my search, and then I was so glad to hear that you watched three movies from the 70s. That brought me a lot of joy. Yeah, Legend of Boggy Creek is fun. I know I gotta watch. It sounds really fun. Legend of Boggy Creek was definitely the star of the 70s movies, 70s yeah. woods movies that I watched. That really um, appeals to me. Yeah, yeah. 
do you want to do some recommendations? Yeah, I think we're at about that time. Do you want to go first? No, because I just oh. talked for so long. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that for recommend, I don't actually have, well, I, my recommendations are, I have two movies that I want to see and I haven't uh-huh. seen them yet. So that's what I'm going to talk about instead. And I'm going to say, maybe these are good, but I don't know because I haven't seen them. <laughs> Yeah, what are you looking forward to? Well, so yesterday was Indigenous Peoples Day, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this really great Twitter thread that was a list of films by Indigenous filmmakers or starring Indigenous actors um, that, like, this one person was like, you would really enjoy these great movies. Um, so the first one is a horror movie. Shocker. <laughs> um, yes. It's a zombie movie that came out this year, actually, called Blood Quantum. Oh, wow. Um, and it was directed and written by Jeff Barnaby. Um, and it's, it's, I can just read you the summary. It's, yes, it's very short. A zombie virus decimates all of Earth's population except the Micmac community of Red Crow. Yes. That's it. <laughs> but I watched the trailer. It looks really fun and bloody um, and cool. So That I'm, sounds great. Blood looking, Quantum? Blood Quantum. And I also, I haven't seen a good zombie movie in a while. Um, so I'm excited to kind of get in there. I know it's true. They're kind of, um, they come up a lot, but not all of them are good. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen a ton of, well, that's not true. I've seen probably a good amount, but yeah, they usually don't really get me. There's a couple really excellent ones and then a lot that fall by the wayside, but this one looks really good. It has really good reviews also. Um, and it just is like an interesting, a slightly different twist on the premise. Um, and then the second movie that I am going to watch because of this list that I saw is called Big Eden, which is not a horror movie at all. It's a rom-com. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. But it's about, okay, I'm going to, oh, this summary is so much longer. I'm just going to summarize it from what I saw in the trailer. Okay. Uh, it's it's from the year 2000. <laughs> Take us back. Um, and it's, I believe, a Canadian film, but it's about a guy who is a artist in New York and he's gay and he has to go back to Montana where he's from to like take care of his ailing father. Um, and he, his love interest is played by a native actor. Um, and it just looks really sweet. And I just was like, I mean, it is the spooky season. So am I going to watch a rom-com right now? Maybe not, but also keep it in the back pocket. Keep it in my back pocket. Cause you know, I really need some lighthearted, wholesome content looks really really cute Um, i'm curious about that list yeah i'll send it to you it's really cool it's just like a random person on twitter um but yeah yeah, so those two movies were blood quantum don't mix them up that's the zombie one (laughs) and then (laughs) big eden which is the (laughs) rom-com nice um maybe we can link to it in our link tree yeah definitely um that's those both sound great I'm really curious about Blood Quantum. (laughs) I'm going to watch it and tell you. (laughs) Um, I don't know whether or not I want to recommend. Okay, so obviously, Jenny, you know me. What I'm really, really scared of is someone living in my walls without me knowing. Oh, (laughs) no. My recommendation is kind of silly you know for those horror heads out there you're gonna be like who is this clown um but i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna say watch the boy on netflix (laughs) it is it is a combo two horror elements that i love it's a combo spooky doll and someone living in the walls movie um that's all I'm going to say. It's it's on Netflix. Uh, you'll see the thumbnail. It has a creepy doll's face on it. It's about a, a person that gets hired to be an au pair for a doll. Um, <laughs> and that's already upsetting. Um, yeah, it's she's not perfect, but it's a whole lot of fun. I had a great time. <laughs> I Yeah, I've still never seen The Boy, but I had The Boy summarized for me, and it brought me so much delight. Oh, and I gotta Jenny. watch it. I know I'm gonna watch tonight. the boy. I'm gonna watch tonight. the boy. I know I probably am gonna watch the boy. <laughs> it's so good. I'll watch it too. I'll yes. totally watch it too. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. Yeah, it's a great one. <laughs> um, that's my recommendation because we're kind of out of time. You're so. kind of out of time, but it has been so great to be here, trapped in the woods with you. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's donate to WGXC so we can leave. 
so we can get yeah. out of the woods safely and alive. Get out of the woods, donate to WGXC, become a sustaining supporter, and go to wgxc.org slash donate to do that. I could.